Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Feeding Curiosity. I'm your host, Eric Wenzel, as always. And in today's episode, we are joined by Mike Dakona, episode 19 for his first episode, and Eric Herrera, episode 13 for their first episode. Both of these guys are two of my oldest friends and people I look up to immensely. In this episode, we take a human tradition, creating meals or food, the whole process. And we go through and talk about what we made. And Mike has been on a path to kind of experiment with the highest quality of food available or taking recipes that you see in restaurants or other places and trying to do it yourself at home. And in today's episode, we keep it easy. We do a traditional American burger. Do what you do is when you make food, you sit down around a table, you talk and you tell stories We also throw in a few craft beers and we discuss them and just kind of give an honest review. Nothing crazy because we're not really, you know, we're just doing a thing. Just beer, food, fire, and friends. All the stuff and things that are make a great meal great. So without further ado, everyone, please enjoy this episode of Feeding Curiosity with Mike Tacona and Eric Herrera. Man, these burgers are good. Yeah, go ahead and explain the stuff and things, Mike. Oh, so, you know, I want to hang up my buddies, and <laughs> I've been loving cooking burgers lately. That's <laughs> phone, oh, wind. <laughs> I just wanted to, like, figure out. I apologize for wind. Not figure out, but, you know, finally go and get the ingredients for what I think the best burger is. Oh, mm. look at that honey ham, thick slice of bacon, dude. How's it cooked? Let me see. Oh, medium, medium well. That's the way you like it. I would say it's good. Yeah. So, we've got some fresh chuck. They ground it up this morning. Picked it up. Eight ounce patties. Brioche bun. Grilled. Grilled. Don't forget the grilled part. It's very important. We air fried the bacon. I just got air fryer. I wanted to try it. Cooked in eight minutes. Crispy. Yeah. But it feels cooked. It's not like super well done but it feels cooked sorry my troll hat was coming off okay <laughs> and i really just want to oh, enjoy this thing you are enjoying it very well it is freaking delicious is it it is super delicious yes will you cheers burgers sorry, with me man. oh yes dude absolutely yeah take a picture oh we made a horseradish mayonnaise also yeah that was delicious oh you forgot to take a photo dude that's how hungry you are i know i saw <laughs> fantastic food and i was like fuck now it's... It's okay. We also have craft beer. It's getting, oh, yeah. It's getting cold, but it'll be delicious. Chilled ATM. Mm. Mm. But this is awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do stuff. Like I, it was supposed to rain today, too. Or thunder or something. And look at it. Blue right. skies, green grass, white clouds, a gentle breeze. Was it like 78 <laughs> degrees outside? It was 82 in my car. What was it, 82 degrees outside? Something like that. It's close. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> man, this sauce is good. Mmm, the sauce with a man. Okay. I, homemade horseradish, right? Yeah, so it's um fresh ground horseradish. These Hellman's mayonnaise, pepper, onion, or onion, salt, not onion, and lemon juice, and just mix it up. Sounds fantastic. It goes really good with the onions and the bacon and the burger. Dude, this bacon is some of the. Mm. Didn't I tell you these burgers were gonna pull through? Dude, yeah. meats. You could sell this. Yeah? You know? <laughs> like for real. Well, That's dude, tasty, I, man. I, uh, we went to the same butcher that I went to for the uh, the pork shoulders. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. I was looking around, I'm like, where can I get, you know, fresh ground chuck that's like quality good chuck? Because everyone's like, oh, chuck's the best, the meat you should make burgers with, or the standard one. There's like oh, so really? many mixes. But I'm like, I yeah. wanna try. Just solid. Do you know what Chuck fresh is ground. like specifically? Or? It's a shoulder. It's a shoulder. Yeah, it's, it's like shoulder blade, backish area. This paper towel is like hitting the microphone. Yeah, so it's got the 80% protein, 20% fat ratio. That's why they use it for burgers a lot. Um, it's because it has that fat ratio mm-hmm. to protein ratio. So it's juicy, it's tender, and you can cook it pretty quickly. I cooked mine medium rare. 
Eric's is kind of medium. His was medium rare. Mine's medium well. Yours is sure. medium well. But man, it's just, you know, when it's coming from one cow, one cut of meat, and they just, you know, butcher it and grind it there, I just feel better about it too, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's worth more Do you know to if me. it was um, grass-fed or not? Uh, probably not. I didn't ask. Um, I don't know if they do grass-fed. They might, but it wasn't a priority of mine. Right. They did have some specialty stuff. Yeah. Like just more out of curiosity. They had buffalo. They had yeah. beef. Yeah, they had Kobe. Bay, yeah, and Kobe burgers too. Yeah, oh yeah, Kobe. Beef they had burgers. ground Kobe beef mm. burgers. It was like what seven bucks for a burger. Didn't look that bad. I want to try one of those one day. It's like pre pre made. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get a little more sauce, man. I demolished that burger. Holy shit! You, you ate a burger. Fucking hungry. You ate that burger faster than I did, man. Jesus, Mike, <laughs> last bite. I'm trying Mike, to eat the last bite. This is, this is me is not, not eating anything all day, mm. and I worked out earlier. There you go. <laughs> mm, dude, this is so good. This is so much fun. Like, it was fun for me to like. I mean, I so I forgot to bring. I was going to bring grass-fed chicken or grain-fed. No, not grain. Grass-fed, grain-finished. Or no, chickens. Chickens don't eat grass. Yeah, it would be. Um, just organic? Dude, yeah, just be organic chicken. Organic grains. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, I gotta look at the pack. Probably, no, it'd be, it'd be free range chicken. Yeah, it would be free yeah. range probably. Not like in a... I gotta double check what the pack says. I, th I think they you know, do free range. Shout out to range. Butcher Box. Even though you're not a sponsor, you should sponsor us. If we keep doing this stuff. <laughs> you know, free meat. No, but just, uh, you know, quality meat does make a difference. Oh, it really does. I saw a Shark Tank episode like that the other day. Oh, really? What was it about? Um, where this lady was Go like, ahead and bring the mic forward a little bit. This lady was I'll trying to um, start like a uh, like a like a like a meat box service. Okay, so similar to like butcher box or right. other similar thing. Right, where they would send you like uh, different cuts. Yeah. And stuff, and uh, apparently she owned like she owned the farm, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if she she made it or not. Actually. That's so cool. Like I, I think I just finished reading a book called. Um, or listening to one called Omnivore's Dilemma. And so it's written by Michael Paula and he's like a journalist and he really got into food a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and like where our food comes from and he like does his own gardening and things like that. But he, what he did in the book is basically kind of looking at like where mass agriculture is taking us. And this was like written back in like 2005. But one of the things that he kept bringing up all the time was like, if everything we eat is like being fed corn you can basically do chemistry on that animal and figure out like what, um, like by the carbon inside of that looks like corn. So it's like the, what what something eats. You know how they make the joke of like, oh, what you what you eat, you are. You what are. You yeah, yeah, the art. There you go. God, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but um, they talked about that, and he basically like you can actually figure that out now via chemistry. Like if you take meat from a chicken or a cow, that's eats a whole bunch of corn it looks like corn molecularly okay and so it really kind of drives the case for eating animals that are eating healthy nutritious diets because that's what your body's using to build itself right so like obviously it's kind of inhumane for someone to, <laughs> to be to be tested in that way right but it's not a stretch of the imagination. If you're eating McDonald's every day, that's really low quality food or whatever. You're absolutely yeah. You know, like lack in shape or fall yeah. out of shape. Yeah. So, just food for thought. I really recommend that book because it was like, oh, this is interesting. Like it made me think about things in different ways too. Because like we kind of just assume organic is a good thing, which for the most part it is a good thing. But right. one, of the, one of the things they brought up was mass organic. Like, is that a contradiction in terms? It sounds like a contradiction. Yeah, because uh, if you were, if you do recall, the didn't Naked Juice get uh, oh you might class, be right. class action lawsuited or whatever. I don't think they it was they were saying anything about organic. I think they were saying. Well, I mean, they're they're still unhealthy. Yeah, pretty, well, I, pretty I much. think that's. That was the the lawsuit. What it was about it was that they claimed organic and they weren't. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that they were. They weren't fully. I mean, organic. those things are like sugar bombs for one thing. <laughs> yeah. I used to think they were healthy too, but they're not. I got sure. an email because it I takes all the fiber out of the, the fruit. You know. Yeah. Exactly. 
You got seven bucks from them? I got seven bucks. No them. shit. Yeah. Um, I did a uh, naked juice drink uh, raffle once at school, and I won a bike. Oh, you won the bike. I, I won a bike. That, yeah. You won a bike. Yeah. Dude, I'm so, I've been, I've always, dude, I saw that bike. That, I've, I've actually been jealous about that bike, dude. That is a legit fucking bike. It was a, it was a mountain bike. It was pretty good. Uh, I gave it to my uncle, because he needed a bike, and I wasn't using that one. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used it, like, all the time. Yeah, no, it had like the naked on it, and it was like black, silver, and blue. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Here I'll <laughs> take the plates. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking full. Already? Already? Yeah, this is huge. Oh, you had that huge smoothie with yeah, all the. Did, the did smoothie you really? I made thick. a smoothie with a <laughs> banana and. Oh, nice. Blackberries, blueberries, like raspberries. Just regular blender. Just a regular blender. Yeah. And Just mi- shit in there. Yeah. With milk and <laughs> water. It was delicious though. Yeah. It was, it was pretty fucking good. But you know what, dude? Can you actually fucking wrap this up? Oh my god, that's funny. (laughs) Yo, Eric's taking a doggy bag to go. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I definitely am not. I'm not leaving that to waste. You know Mike was about to eat that thing, too, if you hadn't said that. Oh, he probably was for sure going to eat it. For sure going to eat it. Dude, I can't or I'll probably to... let Emily taste it when she gets here. Oh, yeah. She'll probably love it. Like, I, I've been wanting to do stuff like this more, like, forcing myself to cook food. Because now that school's over, it's like the, the, the quest to, to not play video games consistently. Right. Because <laughs> it, it'll be really easy for me to want to be, like, get off of work or get done with the gym and just say, you know what? I can't play video games for another six hours before I go to bed. Right, right. <laughs> But learning how to cook food or whatever sounds like a way better use of my time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and this is, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot the bag was full. full. I just didn't the full experience away. here. Oh, Compliments man. of the chef. Yes. Thank you very much, Mike. That was super Dude, delicious. I still think we should try and recreate the plate. Re- I was, plate dude, back. I was going to today, but I'm like, I wanted just to see how the meat kind of tasted with more plain ingredients, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like American cheese and onions for me, and that's just like the greatest. Maybe pickles, but I didn't do it. Just kind of like more mild yeah. flavors, mm-hmm. rather than throwing like garlic and hot yeah, sauce and all that stuff that. right away, because I wanted to see what that grind tastes like. So now I know I, I, I want to go back to the butcher, you know? Yeah. Because I was able to taste the raw meat, well, raw meat, meaning meat just kind of cooked meat plainly. And I tried it a little bit without the cheese and the sauce and the onions, and it was good. Oh, I was thinking of the name of this episode. I just remembered it right now, but it was was fire and meat or something like that. Fire and food. That was what it was. Fire oh, and food. Nice. Yeah. I like that like title. It's like that's a nice title, man. It's how, yeah, it's how food is supposed to be made, right? <laughs> like you don't need to go crazy with it, but you yeah. do. Like I was just thinking about. Well, like, humans need food. Yeah. Well, we no, need fire just, for food because like, we extract all the nutrients out. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was thinking about how like like people like as humanity we love to create things in general. But sometimes those people that create certain devices or things like my brother for instance, he does camera and video work. Yeah. And so like That's some, his thing. some engineer designed that camera, but <coughs> that guy doesn't know how to use that thing as well as my brother does. Right. And so that's like the like the entire like projection of humanity in, in a nutshell. Like we, someone creates something someone else is like wow that's fucking cool and I'm gonna go create something crazy with that thing like the same thing with food like it starts out with just fire and meat or fire and food and then like over time it gets like reduction yeah you get sauces and that, how do you that, capture the greases or fats and like cook that into other things that, and- that's a cool way of like <laughs> of just like simply explaining like human uh, innovation yeah you know we started from the fire and food and or now, a stick. Sti- or yeah. a stick, stick in a rock, you know, right? yeah. to make fire. And now right? you have scientists just creating things, yeah. and people are finding uses for them that even aren't even uh, intended by the scientists to be used for. Like what the Hubble telescope, you know, yeah. the, the guy wanted uh, the government funded it so they could use it as a spy telescope. But the scientists actually wanted to, to use it to look in outer oh, yeah. space. I mean, that's like really similar to what. Um, what was it? Neil deGrasse Tyson said yeah, on Rogan? And isn't that in his book, too? Yeah, I think it's called Accessory to War. Yeah. And so it's like this really close interlocking relationship with the military-industrial complex and the government. Yeah. And how technological progression uh, is driven by that crazy money house, basically. Right. But there's a lot of like interesting things in it because 
I was just listening to an audio book. No, definitely not that kind of sound today. It's too big. <laughs> but uh, I was listening to an audio book of, it's called Innovators, and so it's kind of looking at the, the history of ideation and pr- technological progress to how the internet and the computers were developed, basically. And that starts it all the way back in like the 1800s, like late 1800s, like 1880s, where the first mechanical computers were basically designed to be calculators. So the first actual calculators, because to do calculus and trigonometry and certain like other like diffie Q equations were like take weeks for humans to do that. Why, why do you think they wanted a big calculator? For for like well, number obviously n- number crunching, but like I'm also trying to think like. Was that because of Industrial Revolution yeah. stuff? Because like because you're starting to deal with scale problems. Yeah, that different. makes sense. Because like think of Excel. Scale problems and then econ- economic yeah. rise and all that. Yeah, like so, as, as population starts to increase and you're dealing with ridiculous like. And any of these mathematicians crushing out like crazy uh, formulas and everything maybe. Yeah, and so it would take. They said it would take like weeks, and like the first mechanical con- calculators would be like days. Yeah. So it's still like orders of magnitude better. Yeah. But like it's still crazy that. Like these little ideas that you like, you don't think about. That's where it came from, right? Because that's really what a computer does underneath. It's just really good at doing math yeah. for the most yeah. part. <laughs> no, yeah, it's all zeros and ones. Yeah, and then well, now it is. Back then, what, what do you think? Back then, what do you think it was? Obviously, it wasn't zeros and ones. It was more. It was all like strict hardware. It wasn't there? Wasn't really any software involved, right? Yeah, it was hardware related, but it was still it was still rooted in the same principles. Yeah. And like I remember um, when I was taking a computer class or something, know, even right? before the like software, yeah, like <laughs> even like the earlier computers, like pre Apple and and Mac, mm-hmm. like didn't they have those like punch cards that like, yeah, you, so you, you had to like had... swipe it through the computer, so, the computer technically. And yeah, would... the best way I can, they're called so they're like called punch cards, but they were similar to the oh, what are they called? Floppy disks? No, um, Scantron. Oh no! Think of those old, old yeah, kind of Scantronish. But think of those old rotary pianos that would play the pins. Oh yeah. The automatic com- pianos that oh, have yeah. the, right. the drum in it. That's kind of what it's like because the drum. Are you talking about the one that you like wind up? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like or those, any of those automatic. Yeah. The oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. you see the little yeah. like pluckers. Yeah, the yeah, roller. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So like yeah, basically yeah. any space or tab pluckers. that's that's pushed pushed out, it when it rolls, it strikes a thing that hits the corresponding key in in the piano. Yeah. And that's how old. The first generation, like in World War Two, were programmed. So the punch cards, you'd have like X amount of space, like a Scantron. Yeah. For those of you from the '90s, and standardized <laughs> tests. Yeah. How long has Scantron's been around for? Probably since '70s, maybe. Probably. The I feel 80s, like '80s, maybe. Probably, yeah. I feel like '80s. But I mean, they're definitely getting phased out at this point. Yeah. But yeah, ba- yeah basically, what you do is you you'd have the punch card and you punch out your program, and then you'd feed it into the machine. But then you'd have to keep feeding new ones in if you get a really long code. So you'd have like stacks of these things, and the problem <laughs> yeah. is, is if you fucked up and pu- punched the wrong hole, <laughs> yeah, you'd su- it suck. You have to do the whole thing again. Right through it. That's crazy. And, and I mean, these. And then how these... do you even w- interpret the results after that? I don't even know. I don't know if you know. I don't even know either. I'm just trying to think through that logically. Like, you, then you take the punch card and you have to analyze it, or yeah. does that get scanned? Or it might just scanned, give you a number. Or a number at the end. Something. It would just give you a simplified output, maybe a single punch card or something. <laughs> you know, it'd have its own punch card out, and you feed that back into the machine. Oh man! You know, and then it continues on from there. There's a lot of it that was. It's a kill a bit. Yeah, I mean, I remember when you found or your mom found an old kilobyte or no bytes. It was like 256 byte flash drive. Oh my drive. god! Yeah, she's like, do you need to use this? <laughs> I'm like, I need a memory storage thing. And my mom just goes crazy looking for stuff. Yeah. When I th- she thinks I need something. <laughs> yeah, she kill me that thing. I'm like, is this from like 1984? You'll put, you'll, you'll is put this like, from the old like VHS cameras that they used. I don't know. You put like one little thing on it, like one word document. <laughs> that <laughs> it's crazy. It just says, "Fuck you." On it. Yeah. <laughs> Better not have any word art on it. Oh man, careful now. Have not no paint on it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's been like, like reading books like that, and then. Just thinking about how people take technology and use it without ever realizing it. Like, that's kind of where we're at right now. It's like this magic golden age of, of like, computers. And then the software that's put on top of computers allow people to have a window into 
so many different things. Right, right. And it's like, a, there's almost like this new form of, like a, a, a new <clears throat> era of democratization of information again, like with first wave internet in 90s, and then now with the advent of audio resurging, it seems like strange, like that we're just all building upon the layers of like what came before. <laughs> and like people are just able to talk about things and get their ideas out there and be like, you know what, we'd be fucking cool. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I got into that one. <laughs> just came from the gym, but I know you need to sell down. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun to like think about that. Like, like even thinking about like, cause data, like understanding how the internet got built at one level is like crazy because we never, like nobody really understood. And like, we're really lucky that the, the people who decided to create the internet didn't give it to like didn't keep it away from everybody else kind of thing like because it could have easily gotten put into the government's hands and then oh yeah no one ever would have gotten to use it as the way we do absolutely kind of stuff well and, i mean they <laughs> technically are like that in some countries you know right singapore like, being uh, one yeah, and china singapore, being the other um, or even it? north one korea like a, one of them that starts with an m malaysia no it's a little bit different no. mumbai <laughs> i think that's, I think that's I fake know, it's crazy um, Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Is that even a country? <laughs> it is a country. Is it? I, I mean, it's an island. It Netflix. Island or country? Or is it, I think, is it owned by the French? Oh, it could have been. Or English. One I don't of those. Know. It's a colony. Or a former colony. So, sorry to interrupt, fellas. All good. But I really wanted to, you know, crack yeah. some of these open. Absolutely. They're not completely cold. It's okay. I put these in the freezer with these glasses, so glasses have a little ah, chill to them, too. there we go. So let's just try them up. The bartender in you. Go ahead yeah. and explain it. As you open one. Okay, so this is Short Fuse Brewing Company. It's called For Goodness Shakes. It's a mango milkshake IPA. Yeah, and I think on the back it gives you a little bit on, more on the ah. type of beer. These craft brews are getting good at what yeah. they do. I, I like the new uh, styles of... Uh, prints they have on the cans yeah. too they're so cool that, that it's like industrial almost. jordan told me about so shout out to jordan for so the most important part about drinking the beer is how does it sound when you open the can no yes. i'm just joking <laughs> absolutely but wait, let's see if does it sound good oh sh oh my god shit. it exploded <laughs> i wish i would have taken a video of that <laughs> way too much force i'm drenched in beer and I think the beer's drinking me rather than me drinking the beer. <laughs> when beer attacks! <laughs> dum dum dum! It smells very good. It's, yeah, so it's, it's a you know, so mango milkshake. So milkshake has ooh. lactose as an IPA, which gives it Let's see. its unique little... I'll, I'll read the, the back label. Cream, silky, smooth mouthfeel surrounds your taste buds with sweetness and an explosion of hops. Made like a New England IPA from start... Uh, to start, but finished with a hefty amount of milk sugar, the lactose, to sweeten things up a bit. This also extenuates the presence of a milkshake in the mouthfeel. So it's got to be like mm. soft and like voluptuous, creamy. Creamy, creamy is probably the best. With mango to bring the classic milkshake flavors into the beer. Mango milkshakes are very good. <clears throat> And strawberry. They, do they have strawberry? They have a strawberry yeah. one. And that one is we really tried. Did we try that one? That's I tried one. it with Jordan, and that one's really good. Like you can actually taste the mm. um, the strawberry flavor on it. After one sip of this beer, you'll be bringing all the boys to the yard, dude. It looks like uh -huh. mango juice. Check that out. That looks delicious. Like pure. Do like a third of a can for each of us. Yeah. So we can. It looks like I need the little carbonation from the glass Look at that. sticking, but you like the you know what's a Jumex. Oh yeah, the Jumex. The Jumex yeah, yeah, mango yeah, it juice. Does look like that. Look at it pour like. Like a carbonated yeah. version of that, yeah. Seven point five percent ABV. Wow, that's pretty. It's pretty high actually. Well, the, I feel like because yeah, extra lactose sugar, more ferment maybe. Oh yeah. I'm not a super beer scientist, but. Beerologist. Beerologist. Yeah, Dude, we should make a new term, beerologist. It's from <laughs> Schiller Park, Illinois. Yeah, so they're they're local. Uh, 30 IBUs, so it's not crazy bitter. It smells pretty good. It smells fantastic, especially this microphone now. Cheers, boys. Oh, you can see some mm. of the mates. You can definitely taste that. Sediment in the bottom. Yeah, so there is a little bit of sediment. Uh, that was one thing that Jordan was a little annoyed by. When I like sediment a little bit. Well, he's just annoyed that they didn't put it on the label where it says sediment. Oh, like sediment may settle. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think that makes that makes sense because a lot of people so wouldn't like that, but see their beers taste very similar in general. Give me my mic for a second. I'm gonna good. tap it. And it's not ice cold either, which 
So you can taste a lot of the flavors when it's not over cold. So it's, it's very not too nice. Warm, you know? It's very nice. It's very live. <laughs> right here? Just yeah. Press it. It's just up, up. It's a slide on switch. And it is Good. very, very smooth and creamy. Did you say it's very alive? Yeah. I, I was, wonder if there's like probiotics in here. I was <laughs> pulling off a Jeff Goldblum wafers. It's very alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only beer that talks to you while you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. Dude, I wish the voodoo, mm. voodoo got, love child So I bought that one oh, that just good, for you. Because I, I, I sent you the picture about it, like, first Game of Thrones <laughs> yeah, day, yeah. six weeks ago. So <laughs> it has, like, instead of, like, being, like, milkshake texture, it's almost just, like, juice texture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how to describe juice no, you, texture. You, just you, like, you hit it right with the Jumex. Cause the it's Jumex thinner. It, it's thicker. like Jumex. It's almost like nectar. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's a ne- yeah nectary. Nectary. It's thicker than you yeah, but but to not be. quite milkshakey. So the little bit of the carbonation and a little bit of the booziness is pretty good. Mm. I actually Dude. like it kind of on the warmer I like side. It. It's very citrusy. Yeah, that's exactly what we wanted today. Yeah, I, that's what you wanted. Yeah, what well, goes good with fat, you know, like like yeah, sours I, or citrusy things so kind of cut almost, through fat. You know, I almost looked up like beers that go with burgers kind of thing. But I didn't want to do that because I was like, I think I know enough about beer. I can figure this out. <laughs> right. And uh, I, have a, I think I still have information from uh, one of my old meetings. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd be, I'd be interested just to kind of see that. Cause, so the idea, what I want to do. I have do, a book. I'll let you borrow it. What, what I want to do for this, these kind of episodes is have a whole bunch of pictures and videos that are supplemental to what we talk about. So we can have pictures of the food and like the, the prepare. Eventually, the preparation process, since I was here late, it didn't... And I was hungry. <laughs> I was, was going to wait, it's, but it's next time, it's, it's not no a big problem. Deal. No way. It's, <laughs> like, it's more of just the first dry run attempt at figuring this out, yeah. and then... Can I see the picture of the burger? We can, uh... Did you take one? Yeah, I did take one, but it doesn't look good. I want to look at it again, because I'm hungry. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't do a good one. That still looks fucking tasty, man. Yeah. Is it a quality picture? No. I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> but it looks really good. Did I do a good picture? Yeah, no. Yeah, look at the bacon, though, man. I was too busy. And the was, cheese, the cheese. I was oh, too busy yeah. living my best life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, you don't get to taste it, but you get oh, to see the. Oh, you can see that bacon, though. <laughs> oh, we could fry more of that if you want. Like a so, so what I'd like, so what I'd like to do though is like have whole different stages of the process as it's like you know food at prep stage and you get yeah. what like what are the utensils that we use what are the seasonings we use and just lay it all out oh like yeah you, like you would do for and we could take a uh, i'll take a screenshot a picture of it or we can talk through it and yeah. cut takes yeah and we'd, point to it it would all just be and the, well the podcast would be just the envelope yeah that is the think of that as the wrapper but then the the blog page is this what we see what you guys can see when you guys go like as is the actual how-to or informational side of things right so it's just like here's the fun listening part now if you want to go do it yourself we have all of that extra stuff there for you right and you can run with it like here's the food here's the 80 20 like i'm thinking um all that kind of stuff sticking more american style that's fine i mean branching out obviously is fun but but like incorporate like other uh cuisine into american American fusion fusion. yeah Cause I was just thinking, bibibop. Let's figure out how to remake right. that kind of stuff, like yeah. Korean, yes. Korean. I had Korean bibibop on the airplane. I know. I saw. You remember? You <laughs> yeah, they had the ground beef <laughs> and the rice, and they had this uh, sir, not sriracha, but the chili paste. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like yeah, sriracha chili like, paste for me, or whatever. Like for colors of the rainbow in your food. You know, all the different colors and ferment it if possible, or at least let and, it. And soak if you have roast beef, something. if you have roast beef, sometimes you do see the color of the rainbow <laughs> on the roast beef, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I actually have seen that before. Should we crack open beer number two? Or are you still it. drinking that? Yeah. No, I can finish it. This is fun. This is so much fun. Oh, because we got more. These are room temp, and they're going to get... Not room temp. They're, like, just below... These are, they're honestly, probably, like, 50 degrees, this so... This is, like, the perfect, perfect, perfect beer temperature. Like, Well, 40 is, I think, the like 41, right? 42, or 39. Yeah. Ooh. It's a little... I feel like it's I'm... It's got a small mouth. I feel like I'm opening up like well, a, that one, the, the entire, can. The entire thing yeah. rolls out. Yeah, like a can of tuna. Yeah, see? Whoa! Yeah, that an one. open mouth. The whole Yo, mouth. Yo, check that out. Wait. I'm going to do a video of this bad boy. That is... Look at that. I wonder so, what it's like drinking it from the can. Eric, wait. take a sip of it from the can. So this is the Noon Whistle uh, Swanky Smack Swanky Red Smack. Sour Ale 5%. I like their label design. It's yeah, really it's, cool. it's really yeah. cool. Here, Mike, you go ahead and do it since I'm videoing. And you can explain the flavors. Cheers, ladies. <laughs> it's wine day with the girl. Right. Oh, boy. It's sweet. 
No, um, it's actually not sweet. It's at all. actually <laughs> really balanced. The the tartness doesn't. It's not like a tart cherry. No, yeah. That I'm like, oh god. I was really Full surprised. Plucker. I was really surprised that the beer didn't. You gotta take a sip out of the can. That is fun. <laughs> That's so fun. I was really surprised that the beer, like, because it's a sour. It's like it more of a cup. It. <laughs> you know, it's like a cup. It's like the beer already poured yeah, itself it for me. Yeah. That is um, delicious. I do taste. Uh, what kind of fruit is that? Not date now. Almost like cherry something. I, taste I was some gonna cherry. say dates or figs. Check the back of the label. It's gotta say. We can guess. We can guess. Maybe? No? It doesn't say? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Very, very, um... That... Oh, oh, it says, light sour nose will give you a small initial smack. Starts off dry and crisp. Yeah, that's perfect. sour, malty, and very yeah, smooth. That's so, all it says. So that's they do says. seasonal? So Noon Whistle does seasonal. Super delicious. It they is. They do seasonal... Um, the maltiness is awesome, the, So they... Basically, they do... Whatever the first word is, and then smack. So they change it. Yeah. So this. So now for spring, they have fuzzy smack, which is a peach. Ooh. And I got to try that. And that's last the rat. So would that be winter or fall? I think this is the winter version. Winter. Yeah, because he said this is almost out when I went there. That's actually very good. And then they only they have a couple that are only at their tap room. So they have like a half weisen. Yeah. That's the lethal weapon. The lethal. 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 L i e. S-E-L. And that's oh, the nice. lethal weapon. Lethal. So it's the German twist on lethal weapon. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, you get that sour initially, oh, but then it just kind of gets swarmed right, by the sweet, sweet and malt, yeah. and it just covers it's your very, tongue. and it. It's different, too, like when it was colder, because I tried this one as a taste test while I was, at, while I was picking it up today. Yeah, it's, I like trying it at different temperatures, because then we're going to try those ones. It has less tartness while it's warmer. Cooler. Less tartness. Oh. Were you touching the cord on accident? <laughs> I want to see what it looks like poured now. Awesome. How does it pour? Obviously, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me get a video. minimal head, but we did take a sip. But I mean, there wasn't any Tell fuzz from, you know, any head brewing before that anyway. So it's not as red as I would expect it to be. Yeah, it's like a amber orange. Looks like a dehydrated urine. <laughs> that I see all the time. The, the nurse in you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. Like with, with a UTI it's or a, something. It's the, no, it's the it's the ketoacid, not ketoacidosis. The whatever it is when your muscles are breaking down after running too much. Rhabdomyolysis. Yeah, the rhabdo. This look. Looks like this rhabdo. was almost like what my pee looked like <laughs> after the uh, marathon. Marathon, <laughs> but it wasn't cloudy. Because it wasn't cloudy. Cl cloudy usually means like bacteria or something. Doesn't it, oh, doesn't it usually Bad. have like a, it like smells a thickness a to it too? Well, yeah, it'd be more viscous. Like, yeah, like a molasses. The, the urine gravity, right? Viscous. Viscous. That's one of my favorite words. <laughs> and I learned gross. that word There's when I. a little bit more in there so you guys can spread it out. When I uh, was working on car, like working on cars, like I'm a mechanic. <laughs> when I was doing oil changes, now that's more like it. I never knew what the word viscosity meant <laughs> until the oil because oil has different viscosities. <laughs> right. I'm like. What does this mean? And there you go. That's how I learned viscosity. It's like 17 years old. Or eight, nice. oh, 18. God yep. dag it. I read a lot when I was young. God dag it. <laughs> I feel like I probably learned viscosity when I was like 12. Because I probably. Watched, when I watched too much of History Channel yeah. and Discovery Channel. You know? Mm, this is how, how stuff is made. Right, yeah. You know, gotta learn all the stuff oh, and things. Oh, dude, <laughs> shout out to the fucking History Channel for that show, bro. <laughs> That show's probably responsible for like three quarters of the conspiracy. Uh, I, I'd say I'd say a third of my IQ. <laughs> Just watching how they do all the manufacturing yeah, processes. I want to open this one out too. I don't want to wait too long. No, yeah, go, yeah, no, go ahead. It. We, we, that I mean just keeps us from drink drinking faster. And this is like exactly how I wanted to do it too, because like while talking about Dude. it, so we don't get fucked up. Yeah. We can right. just do a third of a beer each I or a fourth of a beer. I love this bottle cap. That this is this bottle cap, I kind of, I kind of screw it up. Since you're, since you're talking about it, this bottle cap is sick. I did like. That it's too. like splatter paint, black. It looks like '80s. Wow, man, with the neon green, pink, and yellow. Yeah. Oh, that's in Pennsylvania. And the black. Oh, yeah. wow, is it Oh, dude, the VB. Mm -hmm. I didn't even see it in there. It's Voodoo like that. Brewery, that, yeah. That's like something you would do with your. Uh, yeah. With like the... spray painting. All right, now this one is oh, stronger. Dude, so we also, had a 7.5. Also, I got like a really 5. cool like in focus photo there. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> I don't know why it looks cool. So the first one was what 7.5. Then we 7. had 5.0. Yeah, 5.0. And now uh, this one is 9.2. Yeah. 
We kind of got to like run the gamut of different beer types here too. And it's kind of cool. It shows you the preferred glass too. Oh yeah, the snifters. Oh, does it really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that I means a snifter, a tulip, or, a or a goblet? Uh, not quite a goblet. <laughs> I don't know what that one's called specifically. Like I don't remember. I'm almost certain they're called snifters. The, this one looks a little bit larger than a snifter because, because it has a little bit higher lip. You Dude, see, that would there's be a, a little cool bit higher lip where the snifter kind of is just like. Meh. A little bit, yeah. A little short this is like a medium, large size. Snifter. Like we could do a little, <laughs> a short little blog post about the beer. Know your beer glasses. Yeah, yeah, that would be good for me because I don't really know all of them there's <laughs> at a, all. There's a cool. Um, <clears throat> so there's a new like beer headish or beer market type place around here called uh, Global oh. Brew, and they have. Oh, bro, that place is dog friendly. I've been wanting to oh, go. Oh, really? Yeah. Me and Jordan were there not too long ago. So when I'm looking at this, I'm like, ex- oh yeah, it's, I'm like in it. <laughs> I'm like seeing like spicy, just looking at it, right? Yeah. Let me take your picture. yeah like I'm like, like, is there gonna be like chili peppers going. in here? Like, what's going on? And there's a, the there's a love fair charm. maiden yeah. holding her pregnant belly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like it's gonna be spicy, man. But it's a Belgian style a, uh, ale, Asian fruit. Yeah. Do you know anything about like what that means? Belgian, Belgian style? style. I don't know. What uh, Belgian yeast. Okay, so it's, this has the, the style of yeast. That's yeah. kind of like IPAs and the different Aren't types they of hops like they more use. Blondish? And they kind of have that funky banana flavor. Yeah, that's usually like kind of how the hell the Belgians get bananas? Actually, they don't, they don't, the fuck they, is that shit? No bananas, it's the yeast. <laughs> I know. And, it's like, <laughs> and then they had you know other stuff that like a lot of times like uh, what coriander or other spices like what's that one? Not nutmeg. What's I wonder if they use turmeric in beer. Oh, probably not. Maybe. I don't know I, why. I, I mean, if they use... They use turmeric in coffee, or they can. Maybe. Turmeric? Yeah. yeah. I always mess it up. <laughs> turmeric is, like, so earthy, though. It's such a strange though. word. I feel like a little bit, you know? I don't know. I was just listening to a podcast with Rogan. Cool. He had Laird Hamilton on. I, I wish like... I knew more about beer. Well, dude, I used to... Uh... This is how you learn more about beer, by talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure out more as we go along. <laughs> well, because I'm, like, ex- trying to explain it, I'm like, eh... It's a beer. That's why there's <laughs> It's yeah. a beer. It's got colors. It's a Belgian style. Just your average Joe's going off of uh, what we think uh, the beer is. All right, Mike, you want to fucking pour it before uh, it starts getting okay, warm? Okay, Voodoo Love Child <laughs> is our Grand Met aged. Grand Met. So it is our Grand Met. That must be a... I don't know what Grand Met is. Is it M-E-T? Yeah, in both caps. Oh, you Grand, know what Grand Met, Met is? aged it, on passion it, it, fruit. It's when you pour the beer. So that must be their <laughs> Belgian style ale. Must be the Grand Met because then it says aged on fruit and yeah, it says it like aged on passion fruit. Cherries and raspberries, traditionally unique to Lambies. So like what Lambic? Is that what it means? So we feel why should they get all the fun? <laughs> this ale is inspired to be poured for Eric Carrera only. They have all only Eric Carrera should drink this beer. And oh, it should wow. only be poured in his cup. Sincerely, Voodoo Brewery. P.S. Go Eric. Check that out. Hashtag fan Eric. Herrera. Uh, this ale part. is inspired by fun flavor and a passion for brewing. We say, have a couple and your own voodoo love child later. Hey! Oh, damn. Okay. All right, here you can pour it. <laughs> Run it. Run it. Three, two, one. Do the stuff and sing. Wow, that is way more clear wow, than I thought. that's way more clear yeah. than I would have It looks like just like a lager, man. A little bit, yeah. Like just like a normal... Golden. Look at that. My tea is in there. Oh. What? I was because of the. Look at this glass. The glass like. Oh, oh, you can just have the bottle. Yeah, I'll just do the bottle. Isn't it weird? Like, look at this glass has bubbles sticking to it. That one doesn't. Yeah, I noticed that. It must be the type of glass. Um. Or the finish. I don't know. Cause I just kind of rinsed this out. This was a dirty glass. Mm. I just kind of rinsed it out. Those ones were clean. Gave me the dirty glass. No, those ones are clean. This one was dirty. There might be. uh, I don't really care. How's it taste? Oh, it smells like flowers, even though there's fruit in it. I it smell. is a very, very fragrant taste. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> like you can taste the spices. Do you not like it? No, that makes sense why there's flames on the front. Yeah. Is no, like all the... This this needs to be chilled. It needs to be chilled. This needs to be chilled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we got to try this. There's so, um, do you have a cough, Eric? No. Oh. Then you might not want to drink that. What? Because uh, it's going to suppress your cough because it's like kind of like cough syrup. 
But I think it's good. Yeah. I personally like cough syrup. Lean in. What's I mean, up? It's not. Swerve. Uh, it's no, not really it's, that bad. It's really not. No. It's but, not bad, but it definitely needs to be chilled. But the thing is, because it's an interesting flavor. My profile. my. Okay, so you know how medicine kind of has nice. I like that. You know how medicine kind of has that little bitter taste to it when you take medicine just in general whether you take like Tylenol or whatever right, right. I don't know if you let it sit there in your mouth kind of dissolves or the dissolvable tablets like they kind of have the bitterness to it same with like the cough syrup well because it still has some bitterness from the hops mixed with all the the, you know, the fruit and everything it kind of just gives that to me that's why interesting rather than when this one like super like tart and fruity and citrusy right. the citrusy kind of took out you know a lot of that I feel like the like bittery the, that like nectar feel too. Nectar, like, yeah, mouth the nectar helped for the for the. So that's the short fuse we're talking about, the milkshake yeah. mango. This ain't bad though, but it definitely doesn't need to be cold though. It definitely I would follows agree. the uh, southern Louisiana voodoo. Yeah, man. You know heat. Yeah, <laughs> we're like uh, that they have, you know? we're walking through the French Quarter right now in the New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, they have more. Uh, I feel they like have a story on their you know, label too. This, where where this, is this one from? Pennsylvania, this I believe. Like it Pennsylvania, be like a red ale. Cause it's a, a, yeah. Because it says on the cap, I think it says. Yeah. Well, the Ooh. Belgian ale, so like that'll have a bunch of spices Meadville. in it already. Oh wow, it's from Meadville, Pennsylvania. Meadville. Why yeah. don't they make mead? I know, right? <laughs> so Yo, like, we gotta try mead. Oh, we should. I did. I've never tried it. At the it. Game of Thrones pop-up bar. Oh really? How did that go? It was good. <laughs> it's so dope. It Isn't was. It, like it was like. Too? It was like honey. It was strongish. Yeah, it was like honey cider. But I think this it's one was so more dope. like honey flavored. So we're almost at forty minutes, and wow. I don't want to do this longer than I than necessary. No. Sarah, welcome. Right. So let's do a quick recap. Okay. Of the food first. Yeah. Since that was the first deal. So if you want to just do a quick little summary of yeah, that. Yeah, and then let, the let's Vegas. and then let's say and then do a fun little rating. Then the, then the let's say the beer ratings and then burger comparisons. Right. Would cool. you compare your burger to that I made to a Somewhere restaurant? Else? Oh, or, dude, I already got it. I already know what I would say. Or said. something oh. else. I'm yeah. just curious. You know, I want to work on it. All right. So Eric, you start. For food. Yeah. Okay. Re- so, recap. You recap. So we had a basically standard traditional American burger with ground chuck. Fresh ground chuck, first fresh. of all, uh, from the butcher. What this morning? So four hours ago. Was it Thurgens? Thurgens? Thuringers. 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 For yeah. funsies. Yeah, first time I've ever been there. Um, it's good. And then we had three beers. So we had the first was the short fuse mango milkshake IPA. Second one was the noon whistle swanky smack red sour ale. And our third one was the voodoo love child. With the Belgian style aged on fruit. <clears throat> yeah. So. I'm loving it. For me. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, hopefully don't get sued for that one. Oh, no. You joke. guys didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Just a joke. Continue. No. Um, and then I would say I would compare my burger to like a Five Guys style ah, with the greasiness. It was super cause, greasy. Because it would because it soaked through the bottom of the bun. Yeah. But I would say that it was better in the sense that the cheese was melted. Because Five Guys, the one thing I don't like about them is they don't, they have cold, the cheese is too cold and doesn't give it time for it to melt. Uh-huh. Right. And that right. kind of throws it off for me. Because like when you bite into a burger and you get like your top teeth touch the cold cheese. Oh. Kind yeah. of, it doesn't, it's just not right. It's it just it needs right. to melt and like kind of be like, yeah. it's just not right. It just kind of needs to like morph it into the to, bite, you know, be just like become one with, it becomes one with the beef and the butt. Yeah, exactly. Become one. Become one. <laughs> so that's, there's my, I like, yeah, I like we'll, that. We'll do comparison. the beer together. So that's food. So, now you're, I don't know, maybe Eric, no, Eric next. So okay, sure. Because since you okay, cooked yeah. it. Sure. Um, <laughs> don't want to like get your opinion first. I would compare my burger to a like a very like a like a hole in the wall place type burger like a nice homey like, that's what like i was a going for dude burger like a 2 a.m burger kind yeah. of thing well no not really like like a like a just like a random like a any hole in the wall diner that you okay. just stop by on a road trip mm-hmm. you know and then it just has that fire but um the 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 ground chuck definitely fucking helped that was delicious that was good um that was uh you could just tell it was it had a different it, texture different texture everything yeah and um for the beers 
We'll let we'll let Mike do the burger and then we'll do beers oh, at the okay, end. Okay. Oh, we're doing beers at the end. Yeah, because yeah, we'll, we'll do something yeah. In it, a yeah. So for the burger, because lately I've been trying to do like double patties mm -hmm. because you know I don't know like cooking one giant thick patty sometimes I feel like uh, I don't know you, barbarian. Yeah, you taste too much. <laughs> Plus I like a little extra cheese. So like having like patty cheese, maybe sauce, patty cheese sauce. Onions, that's like my thing with pickles, man. But I wanted to see how the ground chuck cooked on an eight ounce. And I was gotcha. going I was going for the greasy diner feel myself. I mean you definitely nailed yeah. the greasy diner feel. Had I had I think a more durable bun. Yeah, I think you need to a do bigger a bigger bun because pretzel bun, maybe. Yeah. I was gonna maybe. do pretzel, maybe. but I wanted to try brioche. Maybe. But yeah. brioche is better <laughs> for what I was explaining, like smaller patties, but a few more smaller patties. Um I don't know. Yo, we should try to do like slider recipes. Like yeah, I was thinking that. Barbecue cookout episode where like just do, Dude. you know, I quick, won't forget quick the, chicken wings. I you won't know? forget the kebabs. Hell yeah. I'm working on a, I'm going to work on a uh, chicken wing sauce. We could, re we could recreate. Yeah. A blue, you know Mike, you do a blue cheese chicken wing sauce? I'm going to work on my, my sauce. What's you know up? what I've been wanting to recreate ah. is that fucking that coffee dry rub that we had at uh, what brewery was that? Coffee. Oh, was that Three Floyds? Three Floyds. Yeah, yes, the dude. Coffee dry rub. Oh, dude, that was so yeah, we got that was on wings. Yes. And the, 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 it wasn't greasy. Those wings weren't greasy. They were just crisp. No, they were. Oh my. And God, I think we can dude. accomplish that in the air fryer, to be honest. In the air fryer, yes. I think we can accomplish yes. that because like Absolutely. they weren't greasy, but it's just crispy, and you like the skin was just perfect. You for sure can. I'm excited for that. For sure can. So yeah, I was going for like the diner thing. So I'm yeah, happy you guys liked it. it. This is uh, trial one with that. Next time it was we'll, definitely good. we'll mess around with some more chuck or steak or we'll figure some fusion Something. out. So for beers, I'll just go for my favorite yeah, beers. I'm already talking. I like the noon whistle the best. I I like sours. A little bit of that like shock. Like, whoa, what the heck? You know, from, from any sour. summer feel. Yeah, but more. yeah, and any sour you like. For a sour for me, I always have a little anticipation. Like, my taste buds are like, oh, how sour is it going to be? <laughs> yeah, really? you're like, you're like ready for the pucker? Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's good enough sour. And then it just got swiped away with mellow, sweet. It was great. So, that was mine. We should just make, we got to come up with a fun little, like, what, what's your favorite? Non arbitrary, <laughs> like a completely arbitrary, like, flavor uh, rating system. Okay, okay. So, I will rate mine yeah. out of five <laughs> hops. Or I five burgers, I don't even know, like burger Five, uh, yeah. <laughs> five would be uh mish <laughs> delicious mish because when your mouth is full and you've been drinking, that's kind of how you'd say deliciousness. <laughs> delicious mish right? Cool. So I would say that was, for me, maybe a 4.2. So okay, that was, uh, that was uh, I really like this beer. I would say it was uh, tastifying my taste of buds. Yeah. Tastifying your taste buds. I would say so. Yeah, that's a 4.2 rating out of 5. Tastifying my taste buds. From, from a summer, <laughs> from a like summer perspective, like late spring, summer, out of all three of these, I would definitely go. If for the easy drinking type of beer, the Swanky Smack for sure wins. Because it's just easy to drink. It's not too heavy. It's not really intense in the flavor profile. Um, if you're trying to get someone who's... Um, not really a fan of IPAs, but you're trying to get them to drink more IPAs. The milkshake is kind of a good opener to dis oh yeah. You can disguise it. I think it. Mary would like that. Yeah, because you can disguise it since it's got all the fruity flavors in it. That, yeah, that's the that's the thing that's unique about milkshake IPAs. Period. Right now is most IPAs are kind of heavy in the hops, so it makes them bitter. But milkshakes kind of are becoming the new hotness. You get the I. You get you get the bitterness. Some of bitterness. You get the alcohol profile, and you just get like a shitload of citrus and fruit. Yo, dude, you're struggling <laughs> over there with that. Damn. That one hit me in the wrong spot. Woo! I, I want to try that one cold. Maybe it'll be better. Oh, but man. Damn, you look like you had gin face on that. I, yeah, I, no, think, I felt I think, like I had gin face on that. I think we tried these all at a good temperature myself. In general, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, this one is... I mean, this is the strongest one, though. This is 9.2%. <laughs> it, it, like, it looks like scotch in your glass right now. It does yeah, look like scotch. <laughs> it looks like a bottle. Like, you I, just I, poured a bottle. <laughs> this is also probably of one of the ones you don't want to, like, leave sitting around. No, why not? Just because it's a stronger. Oh, you mean sitting around like you're just kind of walking it, you know, round. This is not your yeah, sipping beer. Like you're going to the park, you know, he's carrying around a beer. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big bag, guys. Yeah. All right, Eric. 40 minutes later, you drink it. Give us a little deal. Uh, I would say for sure this short fuse uh, pipe um, for goodness shakes for sure was the definitely the best one. Yeah, it seems like, like your kind of beer. 
It was good. I like the uh, I like IPAs, but um, even like the the Voodoo Child is still an IPA, but it's uh, it's it's there's, there's different flavors and different ways of brewing them. It's not an IPA. But, um, it's not, that, that's oh, an IPA. Not, oh, it's not. It's a, this one? Oh, that one's not. It's no. a Belgian style. It's a Belgian with fruit. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought for some reason I thought it was on the the box. Oh well. Um, but anyway. It's okay. Uh, there's different IPAs and stuff, and like uh, the black IPAs are my favorite usually because they had the most like bitterness, but they're like very subtle and, and uh, still smooth as well. Soft, silky, but, uh, smooth. I like yeah, like they're like roasted. But the mango, the the, the milkshake Chocolate. IPAs are new to me. But yeah, I, I was I was almost gonna these. get. There was a stout that I saw that looked really dope. I like really the milkshakes. Dope. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start getting. They're they're good. Or like no, the, the the double. Jordan definitely has a couple, and there's a couple really local brews that uh, have Pollyanna. Pollyanna. Not Pollyanna. Pollyanna hasn't come out. But they have some good hazies. They do they? have good hazies. So that's yeah. the other one I was gonna say. So there's, it seems like milkshakes and hazy IPAs are yeah. like the two up and comers within the new, within the the IPA world. You know, it's kind of again going back to that innovation thing where it's because like, they're citrusy <laughs> and fruity, but like they're still yeah loaded with flavor so and I think hops. Since we're up and it's so we'll good. Have to get, we'll have to get a hazy next time. Yeah, we're gonna get hazy next time. Yeah. Well, at least we, one do, hazy. Does Pollyanna can hazies or we uh, can do a growler? They probably have a growler. Yeah. So I I think that I forgot the name of that one. There's hazy. a whole bunch of hazies I can even text Jordan. That one's good. He can bring something back from Minnesota. 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 Yeah, Minnesota. I heard he was going ice fishing up there, but there's no ice, so he had to yeah, go to the woods instead. I was going to say, that's like middle instead. of the country, so I don't know what... He, he brought his snowshoes and his jacket, <laughs> but he wasn't able to get very far into the woods, so... So here's the first attempt at a... a Minnesota a, accent. <laughs> and a food and beer podcast. Hey, man, that was fun. Cheers again, guys. <laughs> Cheers again. Yeah, let's get, him, get around the microphone so it catches it. To Cheers. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a quick second and talk about how you can support our show. I believe this is the most honest way that I can connect with you, the listener, and put it in front of everyone. You can support our show for as little as 99 cents a month. We release four podcasts a month, all at an average length of about an hour. That means you are supporting us at just 25 cents an hour. That's that's cheaper than the dollar menu. I think it's safe to say that we provide more value than that. And if you learn anything from our content, please consider becoming a supporter today with the link in the description of any episode or on the website at feedingcuriosity.net. And with that, thanks for listening and please enjoy the show. You just listened to an episode of Feeding Curiosity. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, subscribe, go check out the website over at feedingcuriosity.net and all the other things that we're doing there. And once again, thank you all for tuning in and we will see you in the next episode.